As the 70s roll in, stability around the world has never been as shaky. Interplanetary alliances join together to seek ideological supremacy across both planets. Cultural shifts are uprooting norms that have been in place for centuries. Technological shifts have been changing how the world itself functions. As these shifts occur, life continues in the seed bearer region, where a seemingly random group of people have come together to try and make sense of the nonsensical. This is Hazeltown Story. Hello, I'm Bob Nader. I am playing Fair Steve Taro. He is a raccoon somewhere from up north, and he is a TV nature slash history documentarian by trade, which mostly involves going to a lot of isolated places and messing around the camera. All right, I am Carnival. I'm playing Claudia Lupin, a security expert who dreams to become a master thief. I am, of course, Deathmaster780. I am, I will be playing Bob B, a businessman with uh, maybe illegal connections, and also probably Nellis Masters, a college student obsessed with death. Uh, typist. I'm playing Aravia, a giant catwoman who could absolutely fucking crush you. You all walk in to the court god, uh, which, by the way, uh, previous listeners, uh, if this slightly is off, uh, I'm sorry, but I'm just going to set this, uh, start this here. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is where I ended last time. Uh, yeah, so, we ended right as we entered the restaurant. It's fine. Yes. Um, so you all walk in to the restaurant and you kind of take a look at the decor. Uh, you see that it is a social, it is, it looks like you would imagine a very, uh, sort of, a Chinese restaurant that really uh, it is in a region that um, let's say doesn't like it is a more I don't want to say stereotypically uh, adorned, but it is like, oh, it's like, oh, it's adorned with stuff that are to evoke a quote unquote Chinese atmosphere. Uh, so you'll see some uh, statues around. Uh, but of the things that are um that adorn the walls uh one thing that is kind of given a little bit more attention than other things is um a uh, crap i forgot what the uh let me go and is, is it Jian? Jian. at least that's my best approximation someone who um, knows mandarin better can yell at me and i'll be for now you'll accept that uh yeah so a chinese longsword uh that looks to be that is adorned in a proper scabbard and uh on the end of it is a uh like on the handle there is a it's like one that has like a tassel at the end of it um but on the end of the tassel you see a uh what looks like a talisman on the end that looks like it was kind of put there with um maybe uh like it was tied to it uh so, and it looks like a, um, kind of a, it has some, uh, what you can see as some sort of Chinese script on it. And it, uh, is just hanging on the end of the wall. Um, you're too far away. There's a little plaque underneath it. And you can see, uh, that it is well adorned on the wall. And it's kind of set in a place that it's pretty hard to miss it. Man, that sword looks real fucking dumb. 
Yeah. So now so, Willis comes comes into the restaurant after the rest of the other three, and she gives the uh, Ferris like a sort of confused look, like she recognizes them, but she doesn't know why. But then turns to Ravi and says, "All right, I'm here. What's up?" Marine uh, Chinese. <laughs> if she doesn't know Ferris, uh, Ferris is going to introduce himself. Yes, yeah, is a survival show nerd. Oh. I will have them know it is a very highly rated show, thank you. Dude, I don't uh, really watch TV that much. He will say that you shouldn't, it's not good for you. I'm I'm good. I got better things to do, like anything else. He said shouldn't, not should. No, oh, well, I mean, my point stands. And then he's going to point over at that sword and ask if anyone knows anything about it. He will take a big interest in it, like, look at it, stare at it, going around different angles. I'm assuming the walls of this place are adorned with all kinds of crap. Yes. Yeah. Paper Do I know if it's real? Uh, um, I would. Um, hmm. I figure that's not exactly your purview. Yeah, that would be something that you would have to. Roll uh, for. Um, let me check something. Do do do. Meantime, Nels says I. You said something on the phone about a ghost in a sword. Or something like that. We, we were looking for an artifact or something. I don't know. I'm fucking hungry. We couldn't find anything at all the antique shops. Uh, you like Chinese? Sure. By the way, um, I'm very sorry. Who's the new person we're speaking to? Oh, Nellos. this is this is Nellos. They're a they're a fucking weirdo. They like supernatural shit. Yeah, she's actually. She actually predates Bobby in terms of how long I've been playing this character, but <laughs> she's technically not an associate of the group anymore. Like I my headcanon is she just lost interest after the first uh, mission because she has a very narrow interest in what she likes. So ever since then, like Theron hasn't been able to get her to come in. Yeah, just in character, just like yeah, she really likes spooky shit for some reason, which is why it's always funny when she doesn't see it. But you know. She basically got involved in like the last campaign because she was there on her own mission and just happened to cross paths with Arabia. And then got blue balled. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so I was taking a look at your stats, and I would say you definitely so none of your expertise or your vocations would cover that. Uh oh wait, hold on. I'm looking. See, here's the problem with having a character named Bob and having a player named Bob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was unintentional. Okay. Uh, you do have history in your expertise. Uh, I don't know. I feel like their their scope is a bit more narrow than that, though. Uh, That's up to Bob. I mean, I'm sure he looks in, like, rumors, like, even if he doesn't know anything about actually supernatural stuff. It'll still flip on like the stories and all that. I meant, I meant uh, specifically like so weaponry, now, swords, and historical weaponry. So the thing that I would say about that, uh, first off, uh, for your action roll, what would you want to roll? What action? Um, I guess research? Is that something right? Um, let me see. Um, I would say uh, that could so what I would say, if you want to say, in, like, if you want to take a look at it and kind of research it a little bit closer, um, just kind of from where you're at, 
Uh, I would say that uh, from your standpoint, you, as you have history, what I would assume is in that case is more, I would say maybe it would make sense for you to have a inclination of looking at certain particular older artifacts. Uh, and just from not necessarily knowing the intricacies of like chi uh, Chinese swords, like swordscraft, what you would would have had in or like knowledge of is artifacts in general in knowing like certain aspects of it that seem like inconsistency with like material uh, that would make it um, seem fake. However, because you're not familiar with the that specific thing, I would say you would have a limit. So you're uh, now granted. Uh, are you? Tr so when you're just investigating, you're just looking at it, right? Well, I want to know if there's like anything in my notes from like previous shows that might match up with this. Uh, in that case, I would say probably not. Hmm. Uh, but if you want to take a look at it uh, and investigate it that way. Yeah, I guess I, I can do that. Uh, I would say uh, if you're just looking at it, it's controlled because there's no like threat or anything involved. Uh, but I would say your your actual effect is going to be limited. OK, so uh, research still. So that is going to be research. Technically, you'll get one plus die because of your knowledgeable uh, ability, because history is part of your expertise. And you said limited effect, right? Limited effect. Uh, that is a failure. Uh, so of a three, one and two. So mark uh, experience for intellect. Um, and uh, you take a look and you don't see anything in particular that stands out as whether or not it's real or fake. Um, you just kind of take a look at it and you can't really tell. Ferris will kind of just shrug and say that he hadn't really been to this region very much, so he wouldn't know as much as other people might. I was going to say, is Beacon freaking out at this point? Uh, so, uh, what I will say... Uh, for Beacon. Let me just double check. Um, so here's what your Beacon senses are tingling at this point. You can tell that there is something. However, uh, you can tell that the um, that the now the 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 analogy that I'm going to use is this. Uh, imagine that you are now great. So you have you ever a uh, like it's like when you're dialing down or like when you, you would dial a you're trying to find a uh, radio station like going mm -hmm. through and you're kind of you can you can like twist the knob and you can tell that there should be a station somewhere in there. You can hear sound coming in. However, it's incredibly muffled. I love sphere boxes. So you can tell something is here. However, something is limiting something. So Nellis is just going to go up to the counter. And uh, place an order. Okay. She'll have she'll have the beef fried rice. Okay. He's gonna just come up next to her and ask for the same thing. Yeah. Now, while she's there ordering, she's she'll casually point at the sword and says, "Cool sword. What's the deal with that thing?" Hideous. Uh oh, that's uh that sword there. That is um, has a sword that uh my uh the owner of the establishment uh. Actually, when they immigrated over here, that is a uh, family heirloom that they brought over from China. Mm. Oh, is it now? 
Is anything else in here authentic, then? Or is it just chintzy crap? No, uh, it's just side-eyes, Ravia. Uh, the person behind the counter says, Well, I'll have you know that every everything here is, uh, is authentic uh, Chinese, uh, Chinese wear. And the person just kind of looks at you like, Hey, I'm part-time. Just let me have this. What if I touch the sword? Uh, it we wouldn't want uh, just in case uh, we it would damage it. Uh, we would prefer that no one were to. We kind of want the things to kind of stay up where they are. I didn't want to take it down. I just want to touch it. Um, just a little still, thing. just just in case we don't just want anything my greasy to go. finger on it. Well, then we definitely don't want to get it because we'd like to keep it clean as possible. Ravi is already walking toward the sword. Um, At this point, Claudia's going to cut it. It's like, uh, do you have Peking Duck? Uh, um, the I have an I- oh, Go ahead. I have an idea. Do you think there's like anybody I can get in contact with who could like appraise it and see if it's a real thing or not? Anybody in my contacts would be able to know? I take it that you are saying this to be the DM and not the person character. Yeah. Okay. Right. Sorry. Um, I mean, you would probably like if you're dealing like, I would say you would. It would make sense if you had a contact. Um, they could get it appraised, but that would require taking it down off the wall. Yeah, that's a. Also, theft. Yes. Right. That's the hard part. I mean, I was set up a meeting with like management on that. Although I don't know why they'd go along with that. I'm gonna fucking touch that. Sword. I mean, I would. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what Claudia's coming in with the orders. Like, <laughs> is just trying to give like buying time somehow. Like for, a, and you I'm calling what? for a roll here, kind of a little. Just to be clear. You know what? I just thought of something obvious. I'm just gonna just go up to them and ask them how much they would want for the sword. Gonna touch the fucking sword. Oh, okay. <laughs> a lot is happening right now. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's. Let's. Okay. So, uh, in regards to asking the person, are, would you want to ask the person behind the counter who is taking your order, or would you want to get a thing to talk to management, essentially? I'd like to speak to management, then. Okay. While that, we'll figure that out. So, Torpo, you're, or, Ravi, I take it you're just going to go up and just try and touch the sword? Just fucking rub my finger across that sword. Okay. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to do. Smear. Okay. Before, just to make this just a little spicy, um, let me take a look. I just want to double check to make sure. Out of curiosity, since we're technically at the point where this intersects, what's going on from Eternal's pers- uh, position? So, uh, Eternal doesn't know anything that's go- happening at this moment. Yeah. Because, uh, Something is happening. Yeah, I imagine Virtue is basically like, if she's conscious, she's trapped in the box and like yelling. Uh, Also, Eternal, I don't know what that is. Uh, Anyway, um, uh, let's see. You know what? Um, Roll action for that. Me? Uh, Yeah. Uh, What should I roll? Uh, That is a good question. Uh, What do you think... So what uh, what action? Because technically, 
the the way this like actions I'm not supposed to suggest, although I will say um I mean sabotage might work, although sabotage is kind of weird in that case. I mean, it's just hanging on the wall. I don't need to do anything to fucking touch it. So you're just going to go and poke it. Um, hmm. She wants to get the the ghost touching. I love touching ghosts. You know, you know, I'll just since it'd probably be too complicated if I did actually an action roll. I'll just say uh, since uh, since Claudia is going to go up and kind of run interference on this. Um, I would say so you go up and it's just on like the side of the wall. Um, now, how hard of a poke are you even this thing? Oh, I'm just fucking straight up grabbing the uh, <clears throat> grabbing the uh, fuck. What's the word? The end yeah. thing. The hilt. The the hilt. The grip. Grabbing the grip. Yeah, the hilt. Yeah. Okay. Um, I could use focus too, because that's always relevant. If you want me to. Hmm. Because the ability to comprehend breaks from accepted reality. Okay. Well. So what I'll say is this. We all like for this, I'll give you for free. You walk up there or Ravi walks up there and goes and reaches up. Uh, let's just say that there it's in a particular time that there's not a whole lot of people there. Uh, so you see you just kind of go up and you go and touch like the tip of your fingers, the hilt or not the hilt, the grip. Uh and as you do that, uh, you feel a slight uh, sensation in your arm that feels like something is in inter- like you can feel a presence, but you're not exactly certain what the presence is. Uh, it is something that um, you can feel that there is a presence within the sword. Well, it's time to grip it and rip it, baby. Um, As you kind of so... What, um, as you kind of grab onto it, uh, you realize that it is bolted to the thing. Like, it is stuck. Like, it is, like, you grab onto it and you try and shake it. It is like, you would have to rip something out of the wall, like, pretty hard. <laughs> like, we're talking, like, not like hanging a picture down, or like ripping a picture frame from the wall. We're talking, like, um, smash four, you say, and push it to the limit. <laughs> okay, well, okay. So, from what you can tell, it is okay. So, I'll give you that bit of thing for free that you try and like shake it, and it's like you can tell this thing is like you're gonna have to rip the wall down in order to get this thing off. <laughs> well, time for some demolition, I guess. I can't wait to get booted from another fucking restaurant. <laughs> I, I love that Darwavi's idea is not to pull off the seal, but just rip it down first. Well, the, the seal, if you ripped off the seal, that still wouldn't solve the problem. Because it's the sword that's in the wall. True. Time to grip it and rip it. Okay. Um. Hmm. So. Hmm. There is... <laughs> Because I got to push it to the limit. Hold on, let me take a look at something. (laughs) 
Which one's okay? Which one's pushed the limit? Um, I'm not getting that beef bowl. Okay. Neither's neither's Nellos. There's a moving larger or holding. Hmm. Basically, exceptional feats of strength. Yeah. Okay. Um. Hmm. You sound like you were totally not expecting this course of action. Well, no. And so the thing that I'm thinking of is what is the mechanical way I'm planning on doing what I'm doing. Um. I mean, first, why don't we just let the dice see if like the action succeeds and then go from there? Because the thing is, I don't want to. I'm like, it's like, okay, do you just want to go? zero to a hundred or do you want to see if there's literally anything else you can do in a way <laughs> or so is I... this is this a foregone conclusion <laughs> <laughs> well team what do you think i feel at this point it's pretty clearly this is a foregone conclusion We're, uh, we, have gone, we have gone loud but <laughs> nobody I mean, can I... stop aravia the only person who could stop is currently off doing something else. Okay. Um, so, before that happens, I want you to be right back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Carnival, if you hadn't mentioned uh, push it to the limit, it would never have occurred to me. That's why I, I do keep an eye on general. I try to keep an eye on everyone's sheets to, to remind people, because, like, for things like this. If Carnival had mentioned it, I would have. <laughs> on my sheet too, so. Although Nellis doesn't have that one. Literally gonna fucking rip out some drywall. Look, I figured this is what, how it was going to go, but I wasn't sure if it was just gonna be Claudia suggesting we just steal it first, or just Aravia actively just destroying I mean, the building. Maybe it'll lose value for a pair of the wall to make it easier to buy legally. <laughs> Oh, and you could At actually. At this point, it. it is all out theft. Actually, Torpid, down mm-hmm. in location. Do you have it? Since you construction, do you have anything in there that could help? Uh, unfortunately, the vocation thing does not actually work like that because it is about uh, other people and research. But you could use the locks thing to give you another boost. Oh yeah, no, I was I was gonna argue Beacon. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. So, we are going to try and pull the sword off the wall. Straight up, grip it and rip it, baby. Let me just think about what are the angles that I want to take for this. Um, so you are doing this in broad ass daylight while mm-hmm. during off like during rush while... hour. No, it's off hours. Yeah, oh. it's yeah, it's not rush hour, but I mean they're open. Um. Hmm. 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 Okay. Yes. I'm. I'm just. I'm just trying to think about how this should go down. Uh. Anyway. Okay. I'm trying to think just mechanically. Um. If you want to try and rip it down, um, roll. That is definitely an action roll. <laughs> I mean, this is probably either risky or desperate to be. This is this is a desperate ass move. Hey, quick uh, question: Could I abuse Beacon for this? Okay. Um. By the way, I'm leaving in that little bit of your discussion. <laughs> oh no! This is yeah, absolutely leave that in because this. Uh, <laughs> just in case you were wondering. Um. Okay. So here's the thing I'd say about Beacon. 
Uh, you mm -hmm. are yanking an object off a wall that is not getting information about said object. That is, <laughs> it is getting info in a way. Not in the way that Beacon would work. <laughs> I am not letting you do that. <laughs> I, I, I'm not no. going to argue for anything's a weapon, though. I, I, I could. That's not. No, that'll be for after you rip it off the wall. <laughs> No, that's using it as a tool to rip out the wall. That doesn't no. count. I even I gotta call that one no. <laughs> okay, either way. So that is that is a four. Um Okay. So well okay. So what are you actual so I'm I take it that you're gonna use smash. Gonna use smash. Let me smash. Okay. Well, uh, first off, that is desperate because uh, you are in the worst possible uh, thing. Also, you are not doing this stealthily at all. Nope. Um, you, you don't rip out a wall stealthily. So I will tell you this. Uh, even if you succeed, like a roll of six, you are going to not. This is not going to be a subtle move. This I... will cause attention. Never expected it to be. <laughs> um, uh, standard effect. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, you do have pushed the limit, so I it. I feel like it would be cheating if I told you limited. Uh, um, so hmm? go ahead. Uh, what's the thing where I take stress to improve my dice? I, so that I is that is um push. That's pushing. Which is that yeah. costume. There is the additional thing, which is a devil's bargain, which is you take an additional bit of bad luck that you will gives you an extra dice. However, even if the roll is successful, you still have to take it. But you can choose to deny it after I tell you what the penalty will be. What would the penalty be? Well, we already know that you're going to be caught. Like this is like they're this going is to notice without a doubt. Um. I would attract the attention of other people after relics. No, it's not going to be like you'd like, oh, like someone walks in. Oh, oh, hey, is that a relic? Yes. That's not going to be the case. Um, hmm. How about the arrival time of the cops gets halved? See, I was thinking of, hmm, I have an idea. Go on. What if it's guaranteed that doing this, the sword's going to get damaged? So Virtue's going to take harm then. Uh, hmm. Oh, you know I, have a, I have an idea, though. No matter what happens, the seal gets the seal gets damaged, but it's like Virtue's like not conscious, so it just starts leaking energy all over the place. Oh, actually, I have. OK, so I don't know if this is in the spirit, but I will say that if the if you do this, the talisman will get knocked off. And could land other places. Right in your beef soup. No! But yeah, no, that's in the spirit, because that, that means the Talison is a is a uh, active part of the scene now that's so, more important. I will say this. Uh, the Talisman right now is affecting the Relic. Uh, it doesn't mean that the Talisman only affect Relics. To be fair, I have no clue what the fucking Talisman is. This is true, but I will say this. Uh, especially 
as your beacon, you will say that maybe you don't want to mess with that talisman. Okay, well, I'll stick with the push at least. Okay. So, uh, roll, uh, I'm guessing five, five die. Yep. Um, I can't assist because I'm already keeping things away. Nellos doesn't know what you're doing. No, Nellos refuses to acknowledge what I'm doing. Get it right. And I'm guessing Ferris is also not going to, is not going to try and assist here. No, um, is he seeing this? Is he nearby when this is happening? Yes, you are experiencing secondhand cringe. All right. Run for your life, famous man. You're on TV. People know who you are. Yeah, I want to try to at stop Aravia, or at least try to find a different tack oh, here before she does this. <laughs> do I have the time to do this? Okay. I didn't, I didn't say anything before because I didn't know if I was nearby or not. I mean, you're all still in the I'm restaurant. Wrong. You can, oh, yeah. You can see her going over. Like, I oh, still I'm want to. Encrypted at this point. I still want to like talk to the management and see if they like do this legally. That's about to be moot. <laughs> I was saying, like, unless you can suplex Aravia, it's this is <laughs> that's not happening. <laughs> um, although actually, uh, technically, Carnival, if that's what you're doing. Is you're trying to, if what uh, Claudia is doing, wouldn't that be setting up? Yes, I we got got a I was that's what I intended, but it just got mixed up when you're discussing. I'm the, trying to think. You made an action that changed into someone else's desire to give her. Because okay. I can do a setup action right now, just fine. Because I know yeah. exactly what to roll for it. Okay, so is that so is that an action? Because I forgot what is the the rule set for setting up. It would be a normal action roll, just like any other, but I'm trying to find the exact thing. Because I kind of, it's not like you just take one stress, right? I should probably get the rule set up. It's from teamwork. I'm looking in the last section. Yeah, it's just an action, and I can just give them improved effect or position. Okay. So I'm literally interfacing and getting in in the way of the staff trying to do stuff. So this is clearly sabotage. Okay. Uh, so before, okay, so Aravia, before you roll your roll, uh, Claudia, you roll an action roll. And I'm going to push for the, well, what's the position for this? I'm guessing. Uh, so since it's just dealing with, um, a part-timer who really doesn't want anything to do with this. I'm yeah. This is risky. I would say, yes, I would say let's go risky. Uh, and I would say it's I would say controlled or not control uh, not uh, controlled I'd say normal okay so standard effect I'm just making sure this would this cover has got you covered because is like oh wait no no sorry that's any non-team member knowing you caused it so never mind <laughs> hold on which one so which one got you covered got you covered I wasn't sure if it was I need to reread it saying like ah yes no someone knows I'm doing this okay let me just why your action is made without any non-team okay yeah no that you know that doesn't yeah, that's i need to double yeah. check the reading because i wasn't sure if that was but yeah so that so that's like saying uh just to clarify that one rule that is for like if you are in the background trying to like untie like say you're trying to untie a rope that's like holding up something for someone else to catch yeah that's what i that's that's i figured that was the intent i just Hadn't used that, so I was double. I didn't wasn't quite sure of it. So no. Uh, so just roll. 
uh, risky and normal, or risky standard uh, sabotage. And I'm or, pushing for two stress. Okay. Let's see what you're, what are you going to roll? Sabotage. Oh, and then while you're, what numbers are you going to roll? Oh yeah, three dice. Three dice. Crit. Oh, that's a crit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, in that case, you just completely like your conversation essentially just completely. Uh, I'll even say that, like, say there's a, another bus person like in the restaurant as they're going on. You actually managed to get their attention as well. So, so no uh, one in the restaurant is necessarily looking at Aravia while this is happening. So while Claudia is doing this, she puts up her head behind to give a thumbs up to Aravia. Aravia doesn't even look at you. Okay. All right, All right Aravia. So, so that makes it, I'm going to guess that either, again, it says I either improve the effect or the improved position. So, uh, hmm. Can I see where the dice roll is and then decide which one I'll buff? <laughs> is that against the is that against the spirit? I mm, I feel like it kind of is, but okay. So what? While they're so, I will say this: it is risky. All right. Because I have a feeling this is not going to affect the delicacy of how you're doing this. Yeah, so it's just no. going to. Okay. Yeah. Let's roll them dice then. All right. It succeeds. You, you did not succeed. <laughs> Well, uh, well really? okay, you did not you partially succeed. Uh so what that is gonna mean okay. Well here's the other thing. Uh do you want to take a uh a resistance rule? Sure. Uh so how that's gonna work is because so just for the listeners, uh you rolled a five, a two, a three, a two, and a three, which neither of those are sixes. Uh, so a resistance roll is you just straight up are rolling your resistance roll for smash. Once I figure out where how Excel it's works, also be two dice. So you're going to roll two dice. Now, the thing is with that is you're going to essentially take six stress minus your highest dot rolled die. That is how a resistance roll works. However, what that will manage to do is you will act as if you succeeded, like fully succeeded. Okay. Uh, out of curiosity, um, how much stress is it to do a push anyway? Two. 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 Okay. So I'm currently at ten stress. So you have, even if you roll a one, you're taking five. Yep. Well, see my resistance. Uh, so Four. you take two two stress. Okay. So I'm down to eight stress. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh uh, no. So what happens is. You kind of you take the hand like how I don't know why I'm physically miming this because it's not going to help. Um, you take essentially in your right hand, you take the grip in your left hand. You take the scabbard and you start to jostle it. And the rivets that are taking off start to come a little loose, like you try to try and take it off and you just kind of like gradually trying to take it off. And. What you end up doing is you notice that you um, you kind of knock like you um, you kind of grab it and you notice that the brackets kind of just pop off of the wall. So or you at least notice that they start to take off. What you then 
as you see, so you get them off. Um, now, I'm debating about... Uh, I will give you this since uh, you kind of look over your shoulder to see if they're noticing. And you kind of like take a look at... Hmm. Okay, so... Okay, I have a DM question. Not Deathmaster question. I have a game, game Master question. Mm. Is it in fair spirit if I were to give Aravia a quick potential out to make this not as illicit? Because what I'm thinking of happening is that you see that the brackets are come out, but they're not fully out yet. So what you could do is just let the sword rest and then have the brackets naturally fall off and like get off of the chair and look like as if the sword just fell. I mean, I'm think, thinking of it, it could be like that. That could be the way that the resist happens is that that represents the resist of itself because, yes, you still succeeded, but because you ended up doing more damage to the wall in the brackets itself than the pulling the sword, that's how that's how the action changed from a failure to a success because you were you ended up do. That's what the resistance rule represents itself. If you get what I mean. Okay. So I will. Uh, so that's we'll say that's what happened is that as as you pull it out, you actually notice that you pull the brackets out, and you notice that they're just kind of resting there. So what you do, in order to be clever, is you kind of let the sword rest on the brackets, and then you just kind of move out of the way for a bit and just kind of do the I didn't like you put your hands behind your back <laughs> and then about five seconds later after you do that uh, it the sword falls from the, the wall and it makes a very loud clunk which gets the attention of the staff and of the uh, basically the attention of the staff and as they're talking to um, like as they're talking yeah um Let's just say the person on the counter just kind of looks is like, wait, what? It just kind of looks confused. Uh, and then uh, uh, she just kind of waves over to the person that what kind of got called to and got distracted. And kind of that the person who's like, I'm guessing, like the bus boy or something is going through and just kind of walks up to the, the story. He's like, uh, and sees he's standing there is like, oh, what happened? I don't know, man. It just fell off the wall. You sure that thing was properly secured? Are, uh, are, wait, it just fell in. Like, are you, it, it didn't land on you, did it? Uh, I mean, no. Uh, I think it did. All right. So the but man, I'm a big girl. I'm fucking Bill. I, I wouldn't notice. But do you mind if I just Aravia goes to pick it up? Uh, the so what the seal be off by this point then now? No, it's still connected. Oh, so the seal is not like one of the paper seals. I thought it is a paper seal, but it's uh, tied in a way that's not like it's okay. tied with like rope. OK, that's I wasn't clear. I thought it was just the usual way those seals are on. No, it's not like scotch taped on. It's just or like whatever. It's just it's it's tied to it. Um, As the person or the busboy kind of grabs down to grab it, you hear a door open and you see a man uh, also dressed in like a um, like a let's just say like a Asian chef's uh, outfit. 
and he you just hear him or he walks out and is like wait what what just happened what just went on and he looks and sees the sword and just kind of goes straight over to it and just kind of you see him run over to it he's like oh hey uh, did, did it get damaged uh, uh ravia goes to, to grab the sword and pull it out just to check it's gonna immediately uh, dip down and grab it uh as you pull out it out of the scabbard you see that it's not damaged like and you can tell it is like a sword like it is a chinese junk <laughs> uh, it seems it seems to be fine um the person that kind of around i was like be, be careful with that that's a that came with me over here that is an actual he, he, you can kind of tell it's like that is an actual piece of like like that is something that is like but do man, not break that anyone um, would know something old it's me i'd like to step over where this conversation is happening and uh kind of introduce myself in expectation this guy knows who i am uh he he probably would not well in that case, I will introduce myself and then ask about the sword, if you can tell me anything about it. Like, just anything he can tell me about what he knows about it. Uh, um, so, uh, uh, so he basically says, uh, yeah, he basically says that, um, he's like, uh, well, that sword is a family heirloom. Uh, it came from, with me, uh, from China, like that is uh, a family heirloom. So I would appreciate it if it just got put down for a second. I can tell you more about it. Ravi is just going to keep holding it. Um, Ferris will apologize for Ravia. She was a uh, very interested in that sword. He will explain, and uh, she must have been uh, too focused to look at it to not really see what she was doing. That's his excuse. Look, man, that bracket was loose as hell. It's like, like, well, okay. Uh, so it is, it is like, just I'm trying to think. Uh, it, it just says, well, it's, it's a sword that's lasted throughout. Uh, like that, that sword is centuries years old. It, it was actually served in a few wars. Oh, which ones? That is a good question. Okay, so Lolo, Jeons were been in use. The, the earliest recorded ones we have are around. Uh, look, I looked this up earlier today to just because I figured something like this would come up. Uh, the earliest ones we have in from Chinese sources is seventh century BCE. So you have a lot of you have a lot of latitude there. Uh, <laughs> let's just say he gives some. Some he gives some a brief kind of history of it as it's been lasted from like before. Um, so I'm trying to think because Ravi is gonna look him dead in the eyes with a hint of irony. He's just go, Oh, yeah, that one's pretty fun. Uh, and he just kind of looks at his like, Look, can we please just set it down for a moment? I, I really don't want any well I don't want anyone to get believe me it takes a lot more than this to hurt fair. <laughs> um Nello's from over to counter will say um hi I don't care about any of this but is this gonna how long is this going to delay my beef fried rice uh, uh 
he, uh, he just kind of looks back. He's like, someone's working on it. Don't we worry. And then just goes back. Um, I do want to ask something else on here. I'm going to tell him that I know this might be a strange question, but I'd like to know if there's like any local legends or anything that came with this sword. If there was like any stories told about it that were unusual. Uh, there didn't, there wasn't really any particular legend about it. It's just, it's been a family heirloom that's been the, in the family for over millennia. Okay. So I don't think he hadn't heard magic or anything. Good to know. Well, what's the um, story behind it? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, well, it's, it's just a family. It's just a heirloom of the one sec. Where, okay, where'd you go? Of the Bow family. So Ravi is just going to point, put it down, sit next to it, and just point at the talisman and just go like, so So, what exactly is this? Uh, that is a... Uh, he. You can tell that he's starting to sweat a little, like he's starting to... Uh, you can tell that he's a little... Like he's trying to think of something. Well, that's a, uh, that is a talisman of good luck when this came... We, brought it over here uh, from China to make sure that uh, it was would be kept in uh, safe, uh, that it wouldn't uh, be damaged while it was traveling. Just got to look at him dead in the eyes and just goes, Mr. That sounds like a load of bullshit to me. Uh, and I'm going to intimidate him. Uh, OK. Um, OK. Uh, that is going to be. Um, that is going to be a, uh, let's just say, hmm, let's say risky, uh, risky standard. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to use trip to the gun show because obviously I'm a huge fucking cow fucking built as shit. Um, let me just double check trip to the gun show when your physicality would help. Yes, you would get one die for that. That's <laughs> five without pushing. Without pushing, let's see. Yeah, look at that, a six. Uh, that you succeed. So you like you kind of like glare at him for a second. He's like, he's like, uh, now what exactly are you intimidating him to do? Tell me the fucking truth. He's, he's like, OK, the talisman is a is a talisman that has been in my family. Uh, it was, it came with um, the sword. Um, the sword might be haunted. Tell me more. Ella's uh, ears perk up when she hears haunted and she nonchalantly walks over to behind the booth where uh, Aravia is. He goes, look, um, uh, he just kind of looks at he just kind of looks at the group of you and just kind of realizes you're all together. He's like, "Look, can we?" And he just kind of looks at his thing. Is like, "Can you? Can we go in the back for this discussion?" Okay, I'm holding on to the sword though. Just hold on. That's fine. Just look. Just let you know, ma'am, sir. I am an expert on haunted shit. So yes, let's let's go into the back. And he's like, he just kind of hears that and he goes, okay. Uh, he, you just see him pause for a second and kind of think of a thing and he's like, 
He's like, you can tell that he's weighing options in his head, and he goes, okay, let's let's just go in the back and we can have a discussion on this. Robbie just gets up holding the sword still. I'll follow after him. Thank you for listening to Hazeltown Story. If you'd like to get updates on this show and many other shows hosted by me, Lola Puzzlo, you can follow at Hazeltown Story on Twitter. And if you would like to get to know me more from a personal standpoint, you can follow my personal Twitter at Lola Puzzlo. If you would like to watch this be recorded live, you can go to twitch.tv slash Puzzlo and follow the channel for notifications of when this show, as well as other shows like Retro Rank Rhapsody, are being recorded. If you would like to add this podcast to your podcatcher of choice, you can search for WLDP Hazeltown Radio and find us on most major podcatching search engines. Or you can manually add rss.hazeltown.life to your podcatcher. Thank you for listening, and I hope you come around for the next episode.